Welcome everybody to week five's Bailey Pickham's show. Show. Everybody, welcome into week five. It's your boy here, Dan, at the B League says. And before you want to figure out what the hell that is at the bottom of the screen there, it is your final day to get a, a get in and take advantage of our incredible promo at Underdog Fantasy, at Underdog Fantasy or underdogfantasy.com, whatever you want to do. It's 500 bucks. For, you get a $500 matching deposit up to 500 bucks over at underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code GF2. Today is the last day, 10-4. Beautiful day today. Why is it a beautiful day today? My daughter's seventh birthday. So not only is my daughter's beautiful, my beautiful daughter's seventh birthday, we have a matching deposit. 500 bucks for 500 on the initial outlay GF2 over Underdog Fantasy. It's a thousand bucks. Like get around that. Get around a thousand bucks. You throw 500, it gives you free 500 bucks. Jeff never gives anyone free anything. So we want to get on that in regards to everything else. And that's what we're going to do. Happy birthday. Thank you, Jared. To little Alexandra, she is seven. She is kicking ass, taking names, chewing gum. I hope not, because if she was chewing gum, we're all in a bit of trouble. Give me 20 seconds. One, one second, one second. Someone just turned the TV on accidentally. It doesn't matter. It's a, way, a wacky Wednesday today. It doesn't matter. We got the Billy Pickham show. Show. And if you are new to the show, normally I don't just get up and leave. That's a new one even for me. But either way, we are looking at games that have caught our attention. We're going to look at the week slate. Pick one game and hit some props off that over at Underdog Fantasy. Again, Proco GF2, 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks. Normally, today's 500 for 500 today only. Have a look at the game slate. It's kind of all over the place. You've got some games that should be up and down. You can start with Thursday night, Chicago plus six at Washington. I actually don't mind that. 44 over under. Now, Washington haven't been too bad. They're, like, they're not too bad. New York Giants plus 11 at Miami. It's plus 11. You can add another 11 on that if you want. 49 and a half. Miami's going to put them up for 52. Carolina, Detroit minus nine and a half at home. Detroit, that's going to be tough. I don't think Carolina is bad. as Bryce Young's had some moments. 44 and a half. Baltimore minus four at Pittsburgh. Jeez, what is going on over there? Abysmal. Nearly a shutout from Houston. Speaking of Houston, plus two at Atlanta, 41. I think that's a smoky. Houston have been pretty good. They're getting plus two on the road. I don't mind that at all. Atlanta kind of all over the place. Saints at Pats minus one over under 40. We can book the Saints in for another win. And Tennessee at Indianapolis, 42. I think the Colts should be right in that one. Titans all over the place, really. The game I'm looking at this week, Jacksonville, quote, unquote, at Buffalo. Uh, who's against brought back down to earth this week? I think that's earth. I don't think live. Uh, I really don't think Atlanta's the t- Atlanta plays wide receivers tough. They're actually got a better defense than what I think they've been given credit for. I just don't see Atlanta being able to put up the points that Houston's been putting on teams. I just don't see them being able to keep up. So as much as I think Houston could do it, uh, sorry, as much as I think Atlanta could, you know, kind of find them out a little bit, I just don't think they're going to keep up with Houston in the end. And I don't see Atlanta being able to put enough points. That's half the better. Desmond Ritter's Basura. And he's, he's no good. Pavel, trash, garbage. Doesn't matter how you say it. He's trash. He's no good. So... For what we're trying to achieve, I don't think Atlanta's going to be able to keep up with Houston this week. 
and to give it a plus two as well, I, I kind of like it. Anyway, we'll get to more about that in a bit. We're going to have a look at our picks. Again, I've picked the Jags at Buffalo. Look, it's a bit of a weird one because I, already the, some of the, the, the lines have been moved down a bit as well, so I'm kind of not over the moon about that. But the, my first pick initially, and, and we're going to pivot to somebody else from this pick because his lines haven't dropped yet. But obviously, it's a, a London game, 9.30 in the morning. We're out at Wembley again, I guess. Wembley or whatever it is, so... We're going to be looking at that Dalton Kincaid lower than 28 and a half receiving yards. That's already down a little bit now. The London Jags being forced at us. I told you they're going to move to London. There's no point bringing them back to shitty Jacksonville. No one cares for your Fred Durst. Let's just keep them over on the other side of the pond and make it worth our while. Enough with the different times and all that. Just having kickoff as, as per. Dalton Kincaid lower than 28 and a half. Look, I don't want to be the guy that pegs someone for a tiny sample size, but the reality is his usage is better at home than it is on the road. Unfortunately, this counts as a home game, but it's not a home game. It's technically an away game. Absolutely spawny how the Jaguars have been able to get away with this, but that's beside the point. Look, he does do better uh, at home than he does on the road. Look, 11 targets at home compared to six on the road. He has had 70 yards at home compared to 29 on the road. He does play better at home. And unfortunately, this is our home game that we don't get to take advantage of. So this is one of those things where I think Kincaid, even though the matchup's okay, look, the Jags haven't been very good at stopping tight ends. But I mean, no one's really blown anyone up in that regard. It's kind of been, just been really weird, random games from a tight end from out of nowhere, like Zaya Dubois a week ago or Barrow Brown before that. Like it kind of, it's getting out of control about how this is kind of going out. But what it is, the Jags just get hammered by Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith absolutely took him to town last week. And that says everything you need to know about the Jags and tight ends. But again, his splits haven't been kind on the road. The Buffalo Bills play a little bit different on the road. It's just one of those weird things how they are. Now, this is me also telling you to wait. Maybe not so much get on Kincaid lower, but let's wait until we see what Dawson Knox's uh, lines are. Because I, I feel like if they do struggle against tight ends, then Dawson Knox's props haven't dropped yet could be something worth investing in later in the week. Now, that could be a touchdown special. That could be something It could be maybe over 18 and a half to 22 yards. And if that's the case, I like Dawson Knox for that this week if his lines drop later. Something to keep an eye on maybe Saturday night into Sunday morning. But yeah, that's just keep an eye on that. I have a feeling that Kincaid's, his numbers have already dropped one or two points already. So I feel like people are going to go lower on Kincaid and it's going to get to that point where they may or may not do, do Dawson Knox some justice. That would be my beautiful daughter, Alexandra Gladys. Her birthday, she is seven today. Either way. We're going to go pick number two in this game. We're going to look at Trevor Lawrence. We're going to go lower than one and a half passing touchdowns, which sounds terrible to say. But look, let's start with the Bills, who across three games, including the feisty Dolphins last week, have only allowed three passing touchdowns this year at all. Now, that's not a joke. That's three through four. So they're, they're pretty damn good at this point. Trevor Lawrence, he also hasn't had that greatest start of a season either with two passing touchdowns in his last three games as well. His last two touchdown game came in week one versus rookie uh, Richardson and the Colts. So he hasn't really been in the form that we think he has. It's, it's kind of a bit of a red flag this week to see him at one and a half. Arguably one of the best pass defenses in the league uh, against the guy, you know, not in form. I'll take the lower on that one. Thank you very much. Pick number three is, I think, everyone's favorite guy. Uh, heading into it, and not because he's that good at what he does, but because he's up against himself. That's right. 
we have Josh Allen versus Josh Allen again. And this is the game that everyone went nuts over. But look, if you remember correctly, this is the game where Josh Allen defeated Josh Allen because Josh Allen smashed Josh Allen. Look, the last time they met, the cornerback got sacked four times, had two intercepts as well. Not his finest, finest performance. But in their previous two meetings, he has plugged away for 50 and 99 yards on the ground. So I'm going Josh Allen higher than 33. It's a low quota, 33 and a half rushing yards this week. It's absolutely there. I feel like it's a safe one. Look, I hate the London games. Teams change their ethos for some reason. And I can see Josh Allen keeping it safe and taking the yards in front of him that he sees. So for this year, he's had two games over 35 yards. Both, of course, road games as well. Even though this is a home game, it's a road game. He hasn't gone over, uh, you know, on, at, as it would be. He hasn't gone over 20 on those games as it was. So at home, he doesn't have to go over 20 yards. He's been throwing the life out of it. And that's where he's at on the road. He's been able to go over 35 rushing yards. He's done it, what, 50 and 99 in his last two versus the Jags. He's been given 33 and a half. So I like that for him. Away games where he has success on the ground, I can see it happening again. Before I kick over, thank you. We're going to post that one. That's nice. Look at that. There's birthday cakes. I'm going to show this later. She's going to freak out. Yeah, do it right. We have got a pizza party later. I have had to change my shirt already because I'm covered in glitter. She's upstairs chilling out, though, so she's good for the moment. Thank you very much, Gladys. Before I kick over into the afternoon games, one more time, 500 bucks. Today's your last day. 500 bucks for another. 500 bucks matching deposit on your initial deposit using promo code GF2 over at 100dogfantasy.com. Get around that promo code GF2. It ends today, 10-4, over at underdogfantasy.com. $500, $500 matching. So up to 500, you get 500 back using promo code GF2. Get around that. Afternoon games, that look pretty good. Alan Diggs, high scores. Yeah, it could be. I like him this week. I, I, Bill's kind of, Bill's, I should post that up here. Just so people know what I'm talking about. Alan Diggs. Yeah, I, the Bill's kind of, they're one of those teams. There's a few teams, and I'm going to talk about them later, the 49ers. There's a few teams that when I have to talk about, I hate talking about them because I feel like I'm chasing ghosts with them. It sucks. But I feel like on this one, it's, I feel like Josh Allen and Diggs are in a good spot. Diggs has been back in that form again. He's in that purple patch. I like him this week against the Jaguars. Again, Jaguars are decent. Like, they're decent. I don't think they've taken the step forward everyone thought they would so far. They'll get there, hopefully, as the year goes on. Let's kick on into the afternoon game. Cincinnati minus three at Arizona at 44 and a half. The Cardinals, I don't know what to expect because the Cardinals, they played the Giants tight for a half. They did the dirty on the Cowboys. And now they get Cincinnati with a banged up Josh Burrow, uh, uh, Joe Burrow. Oh, how you going, Jamie? I mean, it's kind of a weird one because on, on paper, you should be going, the Cardinals are going to get doused by the Bengals, but are they? Like, I don't know. We haven't seen enough from the Bengals. They've been okay, but I don't know. You'd think I'd get on uh, Kansas, Minnesota. Kansas minus five at Minnesota over under 53. I'm actually staying away from that one. Kansas, again, another team like, Pat Mahomes is passing yards. I spoke about him on another show earlier this week. He's only averaging around 260 and two. This isn't the Patrick Mahomes that we've seen in the past. It's not really going the way that you think it might. They were, they were struggling against the Jets as well. Minnesota are the cure that I was they, they are that team that allow points. Vikings money line, maybe. I don't know how confident you are in that, uh, Yeti. I, sure, they could. I, I wouldn't bet against. I wouldn't bet on either team, to be honest, at this point. Like, I could bet on Kansas, but Vikings could give him trouble, and the Vikings are too erratic to kind of trust. So, I, I love that optimism. We're going to do it. 
They're not that good. That, no, they're, they're, they're kind of not. I think they can be had by a lot of teams this year. Jets plus two at Denver is interesting. That says a lot for everyone, doesn't it? I think Denver should be able to do that quite easily. I, I thought they did well. They cut Randy Gregory today, right? 70 million contract yesterday, uh, last year, and they cut him today. That's freaking wild. He's going back to Dallas. You watch. He's got his money. He's going to go back to Dallas. Here we are. Anyway, the game that I, I looked at to this week in the afternoon, I actually looked at uh, Eagles at Rams plus four at home. Rams plus four at home over under a 50 and a half, which is kind of interesting as well. Uh, Rams are actually being all right. I think they're a team that everyone kind of wrote off at the start of the year. They're like, ah, they're not going to do too much. They've been competitive. They've been hanging in there. Um, you know, they get Cooper Cup back this week, which is a big deal. So, you know, that might open up things up for Matthew Stafford a little bit more. I think that's why the number... I think with that Cup, that might have been down around about 44, 45. He does add that much of a difference, but it doesn't matter. Either way, there weren't a bunch of props here already this morning when I was going over it one more time, but we're going to kick off into what we have. We're going to go into something that I don't really want to bet on, but I'm going to bet on it because, you know, I'm a cut for this sort of shit. AJ Brown, lower than 79 and a half receiving yards. Uh, look, it's super weird to want to go against the grain on this one. I won't lie. I don't feel too comfortable, but the reality is, is this is something to look at and maybe hold on to later in the week just to see that line movement because I think you'll have a better idea of where you want to go on that. So maybe wait till the end of the week. You don't have to get on it today because I feel like this one's going to... I had a gut feeling this one's going to come down a little bit and that might make a decision uh, on that one. Uh, since his hissy fit a few weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? He had a hissy fit. 27 targets, 18 receptions, 300 yards in two games with two touchdowns. So he's averaged what? Nine receptions, 150 yards and a touchdown over the last two weeks. So I don't really feel great about going against someone like that ever. Because, you know, he's a sure thing and here's Dan saying that. Nah, we're doing it the opposite. He's going to do half of what he's been doing. Of course, he's. The rest of the site losing Jalen Ramsey are super tight on wide receivers at the moment. They've actually been underappreciated, but the elite of the, the elite, they've been keeping quiet. You look at a Jamar Chase, quiet. Uh, the San Fran guys, pretty quiet. Like, he's done. They've done pretty good this year, like, in regards to everything. They've only given up an average of 19 targets a game to the position, 44 receptions over four games, six fewest in the league. Now, for a team giving up about 113 yards a game through the end of the position, and for Brown to get 80 yards, that would have to absolutely kill Devonta Smith as well. So for now, I'm saying on, I'm saying lower at the moment on 80 yards or 79 and a half, wherever you want to be. But I want to see this is where this is come Saturday, because I feel like you can get a buffer if this comes up slightly, and that'd be interesting. I feel like a lot of people are going to want to hit the over on that, and they're just going to say, okay, fine, fair enough. But let's just see where that line movement is on Saturday for AJ Brown. Pick number two. I feel like this is an easy one. We got the tush push. Jalen Hurts higher than half a re uh, rushing receiving touchdown. He's out. You know. He scored rushing touchdowns in two of his last three, three total in that time. He did miss against Washington, but he did have a respectable day through the air. So in that regard, he kind of got by. Uh, it's been a bit of a calm start to the year for Hertz. Uh, to be honest, it feels like the Eagles haven't really got out of second gear. Uh, I don't know if anyone wants to disagree with me on that, but like the first game of the year against the Patriots, they kind of put him away in the first half. And they played Washington last week, and it didn't really feel like anything happened. Like their games this year, they're kind of like they're just – they're kind of just going through the motions, which is kind of dangerous to be in because people thought they'd be putting 45 on everyone every week. But here they are. It is what it is. Uh, the Rams have allowed the second fewest passing touchdowns with three this year and under under 800 passing yards so far this year. They're actually doing quite well. It's like 770, give or take. I remember off the top of my head. So that's kind of immense. And although they haven't faced a bunch of world beaters on the ground, 
I have allowed rushing uh, two rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks this year, so that's something to hold on to. So, you know, Jalen Hurts is a different breed in that sort of uh, uh, environment. I feel like he can do that. We're going to take the low-hanging fruit here because that is the sweetest. Pick number three, Jake Elliott, higher than one and a half field goals made. Yes, we're getting a kicker prop in. And also, Graham Gano, if you want, but no one wants to bet on the Giants. Either way, Jake Elliott, higher than one and a half field goals made at the Rams. So we're in a dome. So we got that. Look, Elliott has nailed two, three, and four field goals in his past three games straight. So it's either two, three, or four. So he's going over on that, which we like. I like the Rams' defense, and although Philly can move the ball better than most, if not all teams, I feel like the Rams' defense, again, I've said it before, it's underrated. And I feel like they might be holding a little bit better than what most could. So if that's the case, hey, maybe they get to that 25, they take the field goal, they take the cheap shot, and I'm kind of I'm banking on it. Again, dome game, on the road, high implied total. You should see plenty of action. That's what we're hoping for. Before I get into the primetime game, which is, again, two teams I never like betting on, Dallas and San Fran, we're going to go over this one more time. Initial deposit, 500 bucks today, last day. Promo code GF2, 500 down, you get 500 back from underdog on your initial deposit. Over 100 on fantasy, use promo code GF2. Get on it. So if you haven't done it, like today's the day, like 500 bucks, you get a thousand. Come on. What are we doing here? That's mental. Do it. Like, stop, stop listening to me. Go thousand bucks now. Go. It's like winning the lottery, except making making your money back, really. 500 bucks, 500,000. Go for it. Why not? Either way, primetime game, Dallas plus three and a half. Dallas plus three and a half. That's it, friend. Dallas plus three and a half. That's what we like. Get a bit of that over. Get around that. Come on. Dallas three and a half. I like it. Hard one to gauge because I feel like I talk about the 49ers every week. And, and partly that's because they're either in primetime games or they're in the late games. And it, it's kind of like they're one of the only teams. Their defense is so good. Underdog doesn't release a lot of props for the opposition. So you're kind of sitting there like, you know, well, I gotta pick someone, and it's either that or I bet on like a Raiders game. And no one really went, what's up, Dan? What the hell's that? What's up, Dan? That must be going to going for two live? That must be Jeff. Hey Jeff, guess what? If you're new to this show, because I think you are, I don't think you've ever tuned in live. But did you know? Hang on, check this out. Five hundred dollars for five hundred dollars on your initial deposit. You go you go to underdogfantasy.com. You put 500 bucks in on your initial deposit using promo code GFT. You got 500 bucks. It's a thousand bucks. Go throw it all on Brandon. Go throw it on Brandon. Or you're going under 58 and a half receiving yards. That's what we're going to do. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Finally. It's only taken a year and a half. Thanks for coming. Stay tuned, Jeff. We've got some killer music at the end. Either way. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where we kind of get the 49ers. I'm going to get to this in a minute, Jared. I feel like I talk about them every week because I have to, not because I want to. And, and they're such a hard team to gauge because they they kind of just roll teams, but it, it, it kind of just it kind of gradually gets there as the game goes on. It's not like they're like Miami and they just pour like twenty one points on in the first quarter. You know, death by a thousand cuts with San Fran. It's just it kind of keeps going on. Under my personal account, yeah, okay, whatever, Jeff. You have a personal account. Good one. So, you know, it's kind of hard to gauge the 49ers in that regard because you have to bet on them the way the, way the show is. You have to bet on them, right? So that's how we're going. But this game here, it's, it's I couldn't be happier to see a better game in prime time because to have to watch that crap with, like, the Jets or the Giants or the Raiders and Steelers a week or two ago, like, give us something to sink our teeth into. Like, this is something. At least it's something. Like, 
even if no one scores, it's something better than the rest of this crap. Jeff is on a union break at work. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, union. I don't know if I don't know if this company would be around if there was a union. Either way. So anyway, I got to kick on a pick number one. I said it before, Brendan O'Yell glowing at 58 and a half receiving yards, which I, I, I love Brendan O'Yell. I think he might be my favorite player in the NFL. This is a hold for now, tentative hold, because I want to see where this line is come Sunday, because I kind of I kind of feel like people are going to look at his recent form and going to go, oh, we're going to go over on that, and they're just going to hold steady on that. Dallas have conceded the fewest receptions and second fewest yards to receivers. So they're not playing around, and they don't have digs. I actually feel worse for, for Kittle this week. They give nothing to tight ends too. They don't give a, they don't give much up, Dallas. I mean, neither do San Fran, but they don't give much up. So we're looking at what what they could be doing. Debo's kind of a what he had the, the busted ribs a week ago. Nothing much happened in there. I have to go with the form on this. I, I, I really I love Ayuk, but I feel like the form of the Cowboys is something different. Uh, I can imagine them honing in, in in on him and keeping him quiet. He's had over a hundred in two of his last three. So I hate I hate betting against him. But I really want to see what the line movement is on this one come Sunday. I, I really think. So we're going to hold on that. But 58 and a half, my first gut feeling is lower on that. Pick number two, I think, again, it's automatic. No calf last week. I faded him last week. Three touchdowns, but that's his price. Yeah, I know. That's brutal. We're going to talk about McCaffrey. We're going to go higher than half rushing touchdown. Damn it, because we have to. Look, three touchdowns last week, five in his last three. It feels like this. he's automatic. He's, he's the Graham Gano of running backs. Put that on a poster. Look, the yards total could be a touch and go at times, but we we have seen running backs like James Conner, anyone, put the Cowboys to sleep. So, you know, it can happen. So I'm not saying that McCaffrey's yard totals are going to something that we're going to mess with. I just think he's going to score in this one. You know, five and three, three, three last week. Nothing to sneeze at. So I kind of like that. So being able to move on them, you know, 90, I think he's been quoted with 89 and a half, 90. So that's a pretty big pill to swallow against Dallas. They don't normally offer too much again, but again, they've you know they faced the rusty Giants, what a poor Patriots and Jets team. They got stunned by the Cardinals, but this is the first big test they've had against like the elite. So McCaffrey might might have a bit more luck than I think the receivers, but I think the safer bet. I know it sounds stupid, but the safer bet might be having him on the ground uh, scoring a touchdown. They've only given up one rushing touchdown to the running back. I, what, 65 yards and zero touchdowns through the air. So I don't think it's coming through the air, but on the ground, I feel like that could be something very, very easily. Again, it'll be close, but I think he's a chance with this form. Pick number three, I hate, hate betting on this guy. Hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Brock Purdy. I don't ever want to, if, if I don't have to pick this guy ever again, if I, don't, if I have to look at his props, he's the most infuriating quarterback to pick. Because in games where you think he's going to blow up, kind of coast by to McCaffrey game, no worries. In the games where you think he's going to like just game manage and McCaffrey's going to go off, the guy goes for 300. He's the biggest pain in the ass prop to pick on. And I'm going to do it again because, again, I'm a cuck for this shit. I'm a moron and I'm going to bet on him. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go Brock Purdy lower than 235 and a half. The Cowboys have only given up an average of 169 through the air per game. So they're going to back themselves across the board here to keep Purdy down and out. They're going to keep him off the field longer. They're a very slow team moving the ball. They'll back themselves. So what I'm taking is probably, a, again, going to go on the conservative and safe Purdy to go 236.5. We're going lower. Form's on his side with 280 and 300 in back-to-back weeks, also against the Giants and Cardinals. So let's not give him that much credit. The team's he playing with dog shit. So we're going to go Dallas. I, I, I just I have no idea where this is going to go this game. 
I have no idea. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. I, I can't actually wait to watch this. I normally don't even like watching football. This game I'm going to watch. 13 games in a row broke the 49ers record held by Rice for CMC. Yeah, the guy's an animal. Like, I don't know. You look at, like, all the different trades that happened through a year and all that sort of stuff. I don't know how many have worked out as well as this. I, 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 I'm sure there's a couple. But how, like, AJ Brown to the Eagles, that's probably worked out incredibly well. McCaffrey's in, like, outer-worldly form. It's, it's just madness to see. So I feel like he's going to have a good game. How this goes against Dallas, I, I have no idea. I can't wait to see. We're going to get on this one. Jared was up here a little bit ago. He was talking about something to do with Minnesota. I have no idea what he's talking about. Twins broke a 19-year-old playoff wind route. Doubt to motivate the rest of Minnesota. I don't even know what the Twins are. There we go. Cool. Thanks, Jared. Thanks very much. Anyway, do you know what else is cool? You yeah, know, $500 matching deposit up to 500 bucks at Underdog Fantasy using promo code GF2. Only today. Today only. This is it. It ends today. 10-4. Wild. Before I wrap up, I'm going to go over a little bit of house cleaning. As always, look, we have arguably an incredibly pretty damn good Discord. It's free. A free Discord. Discord.com going for two. Come find us. It's free. Start sit advice, trade advice, prop advice, best ball advice, all that sort of jazz. Come find us over on Discord. Don't find us on X or Twitter. I'm never going to promote that. Jeff, I don't care if you're watching. I ain't promoting it. I'm not going to promote going for two live on X or Discord or, or Twitter. Discord, yes. Twitter, X, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to promote us over there. It's garbage. Not going to do it. You were going to talk about what happens if Dallas doesn't beat San Fran and how many games they win. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not betting on that. Dallas, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. Let's just leave it at that. They're going to win 10 games, 11 games. They should be fine. YouTube, come find us over on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the alert button, find your favorite shows like this one that kicks off at 3 o'clock every Wednesday. The guys tonight, Armchair Fantasy Show every Wednesday night. No particular order, Saturdays. we got everything going on. Speaking on on Tuesday nights. you got the Monday night game show. I'm on Monday nights. I don't even know what my show is called. Two Point Conversion. I don't even think we call that. It's Monday finish, Monday Monday show. I don't even know what we call that anymore. Just Carl runs it. So I'm going with that. That's a good one too. Cheat sheet as well. Gambit's going too. We got everything over going for two. So subscribe on YouTube. Find us over there. Hit the alerts. All that sort of jazz. I'm somewhere. Just find me on Discord. Don't even don't even add me on Twitter. I don't even want to do it. Facebook groups. I guess this is going live. It was a Facebook user. It was probably Jamie. Tuesday cheat seat, Tuesday cheat sheet and Sundays. I can't say the fast. Tuesday cheat seat, Sunday starts here. Wow, that's a tough one. Do that one. B League rants on Monday. Yeah, we're doing it. Talking about the London team again because they're a London team, the London Jaguars. Just move them already. God damn. Useless NFL. Just commit to it. Just commit to something. Just do it. Listen, we're going to move you from shitty Jacksonville where no one wants to be, where no one wants to go. Your stadium's falling apart. Just go to London. Just hook it up. Just go already. London Jaguars. Sounds classy. That's what we're going with. We're going to kick off one more time. We're going to recap the picks. We're going to go to those game picks in the morning. Jags at Buffalo because the Jags are at Buffalo for their home game at Buff London. Dalton Kincaid lower than 28 and a half. We're going to hold on this. We want to see what Dawson Knox props are. Jags, not too bad. They kind of 
generally generous to the tight end again, but Kincaid, his form is better at home. It's almost double than what it is on the road. He is not at home this week. He's on the road. Killing me. Pick number two, Trevor Lawrence, lower than one and a half passing touchdowns. Josh Allen, higher than 33 and a half rush yards. We're going to kick off with that. I love Josh Allen this week on the ground. Afternoon picks, Philly at Rams. Love it. Again, dangerous one. Let's check that line towards the end of the week. Philly, we're going to go AJ Brown lower than 79 and a half receiving yards. It's a touchy one. Pause on that one. Just wait to see what that is at the end of the week. Jalen Hurts higher than rushing, a rushing receiving touchdown. We love it. Jake Elliott higher than one and a half field goals made. Primetime game. Brandon York lower than 58 and a half receiving yards. CMC higher than half a rushing touchdown. And Brock Purdy lower than 235 and a half. And it's like I'm going lower on Sam Fran, but I still think they're going to win. I just think it's going to be a tighter game than we want. That's the new name of the Monday night show. I'm calling it. There we go. The B-League rants. No, let's not do that. That's what Wednesday's at 3-4. This is my midweek vent. I can just scream at the air. It's old man on the grass. That's what we're doing. Well, that's really Jeff now, isn't it? Either way. Thank you for tuning in. One more time. $500 matching deposit up to 500 bucks. That's what you want. 500 bucks initial deposit. 500 bucks. Use promo code GF2. Valid through today only at underdogfantasy.com, promo code GF2, 500 for 500, it's a thousand bucks. Do it, like, do that, do that. Don't listen to me, go do that. Thanks for checking in. Bye for now, see you next week. Cheers, bye-bye.